Look at this guy. I see that you found... Um, I found your puppets. Found the, found the, the puppets. Hi. It's the Krisha and Frank show. Have you given a name to uh, Pinky the horse over there? Or no, but look at these. He's so cute. Um, we're on uh, YouTube, which is probably what you want to be watching right now if you're listening on a podcast app. But I'm talking to you, good friend Bean, who um, would text me every day saying, where's the episode? Where's today's episode? So here's today's episode, Bean. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, we're also on all the audio podcast apps, and Krisha has um, found, in fact, maybe we can do it from product placement. Krisha has found one of my uh, childhood puppets. Yeah. Not even one of my favorites. That might have been one of I my... I love this guy. That one might have been one of my sister's. This but is my favorite. If I put, maybe uh, you can make the puppet drink out of this Krisha and Frank merchandise mug, which you can buy... Through the link at krishaandfrank.com. We sell it through Teespring. We've got coffee mugs. We have, um, you can drown your puppet in it. I was, I was outside and I, I climbed a tree and. We also have so uh, hoodies and sweatpants and uh, shirts and iPhone cases and if droid, I bought droid phone tod- cases. If I bought a toddler shirt, I could put it on this puppet. Uh, probably the onesie. Yeah. I, I did about get a onesie for Baby Lucy. Baby Lucy. Yeah. I love it, though. I don't, I don't think I've seen a picture of that yet in action. but Because uh, they have to be the... You know how babies are. Yeah. You take a, your best guess as to what size they are. You buy it a little bigger, hoping... That their that squish will... On the, on the day that they fit into it, they'll wear right. it. And then they grow out of it. Yes. Um, but, no, you, you, you have... Well, Jerry went out of town for Easter. Yeah. And um, as you know, my, my mom died, and they're trying to empty out her house mm-hmm. and go through the process and, and sell things and get the house ready for sale. So my wife went over there mm-hmm. to pick up these two antique chairs, which I still haven't shown you. No, I need to see. Well, they're, they're in the other room, okay. but they're lovely. If you want to go take a quick look, you, okay. you can't miss them. They're okay. match. They're these two matching wooden chairs uh-huh. that are in the living room on either oh, side yeah. of the credenza in there. Uh-huh. So go take a quick look. Okay. And we'll listen. <laughs> Ooh, oh, wow. They're nice, right? They're beautiful. Yes. And Jerry got those in her car? Yes. Whoa. In fact, you know what? Uh, audio tech, while you're up, uh-huh. <laughs> the, the battery light just started flashing. Oh, well. <laughs> Isn't that helpful? I'm magically back in place. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. <laughs> what do you think of those chairs? That was crazy, right? Yeah. <laughs> it just popped right back over here. <laughs> well, no, I, I can show you climbing in if you'd like. Oh, no, it's fine. You don't uh-huh. need to. I just, like, I want that edit to be, I'm not there, and then pff, I'm back. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, what we did is you went and looked at the chairs, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, which I probably seemed like a stupid thing to do, but it worked out. Yeah. What do you think? I like them. They're beautiful. <clears throat> yeah. They're bigger than I expected, especially yeah. since Jerry got them in her car here. They are way nicer than I remembered them being, mm-hmm. which is strange. Because you were kind of, like, annoyed yeah. getting well, them. Well, I was thinking, you know, um, I have a lot of stuff. I don't mm-hmm. need more stuff. But I didn't realize this, that uh, my mom used to tell the story when I'm not there of these chairs and how proud she was of these chairs because the year after she was widowed, after my dad died, Mm -hmm. I bought those chairs for her Mm -hmm. at an antique store in Watermill, New York. And somehow we got them in the back of my old little, I can't remember if I was driving a Ford Escort or a 72 Ford Maverick, (laughs) whatever, probably the Escort I would have driven to New York. Yeah. But we got them in that small car 
and drove them to your mom all the way to Northern Virginia. Mm -hmm. And uh, similarly, you put them upside down on the back seat. And that's what Jerry did in yeah. her Hyundai is she put them on the upside down on the back seat and got them here. Mm -hmm. And now I have them. And actually, now that I see them and they're much nicer they're than I so remember. They're so pretty. And um, they're, you know, antiques probably from the 1940s, maybe. Mm -hmm. They're beautiful, though. And I bought them in the 80s. And now here it is another 40 years beyond that. So instead of them being, you know, 20-year-old mm -hmm. chairs, they're now, not, I mean, instead of them being 40-year-old chairs, they're now 80-year-old chairs. Yeah. I'm guessing. But she also brought back Well, the, all this other stuff. Alicia, my sister, just loaded up the car with uh, other items. I'm obsessed. These are some, Freak. not all, some Here, of my, my puppet collection from when I was a child. I cannot tell you. you I mean, you know, you saw my reaction. I yeah. crawled in the floor to look at them because they're so great. I, I loved watching Mr. Rogers. Mm -hmm. my, my sister used to watch Jerry Mahoney and Knucklehead Smith. And I'm like, ugh, that's so so pedestrian, so mundane, the yeah. ventriloquism. I was more of a Mr. Rogers fan, and mm -hmm. he had hand puppets. So I was a hand puppet snob, and I would, um, you know, I had my king Looks puppet. Looks like Daniel Tiger. He does. I had ones, oh, ones that clearly reminded me. I would deliberately want Friday. puppets that reminded me of Mr. Rogers' characters. Yeah. You know, and this one, some of these ones need a little bit of love because you can tell that right. the, his cape is frayed. But, and we need to take him to the costume shop. But I mean, these that. aren't, when you say. You Correct had, as usual, Miss Crashaw. When you say, like, you had puppets as a child, you know. You would assume that you meant, like, the, like the pink one over there. Right. That they're just, you know. Now, I was a, a puppet yes, snob. And these ones, like, I don't know if you can tell, this particular squirrel has a little ear tag. Yes. It's tiny. Yes. But the word on there is steef. Steef? I think, or st I think is how it's pronounced. Uh-huh. It's Which is this high-end German puppet company that, for some reason, as a kid, I wanted only steef puppets. Mm -hmm. And I would have the little squirrel, Nutkin would eat his, you know, eat his little... I love him. He's a hard one to work. I guess this is more for children's fingers. <laughs> or I have to figure out. But you've got uh, Punch and Judy. Yeah, and I've got a witch and a devil. And I've got, um, I used to call this one the Miller and his daughter because I would act out the story of Rumpelstiltskin using the devil as Rumpelstiltskin. That's awesome. My, do they have names? Um, well, it depends what the part they were playing in that day's show. <laughs> because And uh, you had a puppet theater? I did. I had a puppet, puppet stage. stage, which apparently um, they did give to Megan, and she's going to clean it up and let Artie use it with his new puppets. But Alicia, my sister, thought that these should be sent here for yeah. repair and some TLC, because you can see that they were down in the basement, and they've gotten a little right. frayed, and some but of them are just still, worn out. I mean, I mean they're, they're got, gosh, they've got to be 50-year-old puppets, right? Yeah, but that's the thing is like you have all of these, and I immediately am drawn to this one. Well, like well, this is my dude. Should we, where can we put this? I got it. All right, I could probably let you have that one. I mean, I don't have any particular emotional attachment <laughs> to this pink horse. You know why? Because he's he's doesn't fit the. Um, he doesn't fit the overall genre. But look at him, so funny. Yeah. yeah, see, he um, is a different style right. of puppet. And I love it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that way when we have our therapy sessions, you can talk through the puppet. <laughs> you know, it's funny. When I had to go to the ADD doctor when I was a kid, 
um, he wanted me to, to like play puppet things. And I, it was so beneath me. I know I was six years old and he was like, but then he put uh, a wooden game in front of me where I had to take marbles and put the marbles in like this pattern. And I distinctly remember, like I have a memory of being going to this doctor, Dr. White, and he was over by Children's Hospital and sitting in this place. And I have a tactile memory of putting those marbles. So that in, was an ADD thing to keep uh -huh. you to focus on the marbles. And Whereas the puppets was not right. Huh? Yeah. I didn't know you had ADD. Oh yeah. My, my mom used to it explains quite a bit. My mom used to pump me full of Ritalin, zombie me out. Yeah. I didn't know that. No, it's my I. Um, There's nothing wrong with it. I just it's mm -hmm. I've known. I just strikes me as odd. As long as I've known you, and as many random things as we've talked about, mm -hmm. I don't remember you mentioning that. Or else I've got amnesia or senility. No, I. I, pro I mean, as a child, it was. It was bad because I I just, I couldn't sit still. I couldn't focus. And I ended up having some really great teachers in elementary school, but elementary yeah. school was where like my mom would, would, my mom was a nurse and she probably like gave me more Ritalin than I needed. <laughs> um, but uh, <laughs> she was making it money on the side. <laughs> but then when I found dance is when they stopped giving me oh, real medication. Oh, because something you could focus on. And it was getting that energy out. I danced six days a week. Yeah. And I think that's, you know, it, it definitely is different now as an adult. But I think that's my, like, my working as much as I work. And, yeah, and, you throw yourself into things. And it it helps me. It Because it, it, you're focused on one job for the yeah. 70 hours a week. And I feel, and I'm not, that's the thing is why I love where I am right now is that I'd have many different jobs within that job. Uh, yeah. And so no day is ever oh, the same. I, I, that's one thing I always enjoyed about my radio career is mm -hmm. no day was the same. Mm -hmm. Is, you know, I, the basic overriding arch was, yeah, you go to the same building and you do roughly the same thing by making radio. Mm -hmm. But how you go about it is can be very different from day to day. Yeah. And I never mm. thought I would enjoy, I've been... Uh, so I'm on stage two to three days a week right now, uh, as, as, Ma some, as Ma McCoy, and uh, I also at the end of the Titanic episode where the poor lady had no idea that I was talking about you me, as Ma McCoy, and she assumed you were talking about your friend Gail, Gail who right. was the the main, the main Ma McCoy. Right. But it makes sense that they would think of Gail. Um, I did think that was funny, um, but I'm also training backstage to. Uh, do, you're being trained in how to run backstage. And correct, um, where I like stage managing, and it is a complex show. I mean, oh, yeah. being in charge of when the pool goes. I went and watched somebody's uh, YouTube video of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a lot. It's a lot, mm -hmm. and you know that is you know on headset and making sure that drops come in, that things fly, that the pool goes down, that you set the pool pump because if you do it wrong, someone could die. So, but, but no one has. No, but That's I good. mean, it is, it is a very, it, it's a very well run show. But what I didn't expect to like as much as I do, I've stage managed at Flying Anvil before yeah. and it, where, you know, being in control of sound and lights. But I have been, I am the second sound engineer. Like it's, it's the main guy and it's then like, me. Well, like also with Mama Koi, there's the main Mama mm -hmm. Koi and then you fill in, you're the yeah. swing. There's a main sound engineer and then you're the swing on that. So you're the mm -hmm. second in command. So it, if either of those two 
leads mm -hmm. have the day off, you are, yes. do their job. And I'm third at third in line backstage. No wonder you're working 70 hours a week. Right. Um, Jeez. But I, I'm learning how to mix because we have live musicians on stage. And I, my ADD brain did not expect to love it as much as I do. I love it. No kidding. I love running the show. I love... Well, it's also, maybe that's part of it is... is no offense to a community-type theater or a, an independent-type theater like mm -hmm. a Flying Anvil where you're doing off-Broadway. Flying Anvil styles itself to be an off-Broadway style theater, mm -hmm. which always struck me as odd that they should be downtown and Theater Knoxville, which does fairly mainstream plays like Mousetrap and mm -hmm. Murder on the Orient Express, those are the ones that should be in the suburbs. Right. But whatever. Yeah. But one of those off-Broadway shows, by definition, has a limited amount of lights right. and cues and things. You are in a full-on theme park, Dolly Parton level production where there's- Over 500 cues. It's, yeah, it's designed to overstimulate the audience. It's like going to the circus. It's a three-ring mm -hmm. circus. There's so much going on. Yeah, and- And, and that works for you. Oh, the over, man. Over the top. And, oh, wow. And I mean, I have to watch the show. It's not like you can just sit there and hit cues because- Even though the show is scripted and should be the same and everyone has to hit their mark, if you're not paying attention. Well, we have divers. We have people that are jumping into water and I have to take cues and I have to watch them on a diving board and, and there's different people that do it every day. Uh, but I, and there's different musicians. So I know going. that so-and-so's guitar sounds different than so-and-so's guitar. So on any given day, I am learning how adjust. to mix and how to, and I love it. No kidding. I love it. Wow. Yeah. You know what else I love? What? Steve's tree service. Who doesn't? I mean, look at the greenery on you right now. It reminds me of the leaves <laughs> that can be out of your line of sight once mm -hmm. Steve removes them. Yeah, and our, our friend Bruce just used Steve's tree service. Absolutely. Posted a video, which is super cool. Renee, girl. Yeah, she's yeah. got it going on. She's right in there helping. Not only will they come out and give you a fair estimate and tell you exactly what's up, but uh, when they tear down that tree, you don't have to worry about a the thing. They'll, they'll get all the pieces up. All those leaves and twigs yeah. or whatever, it's all, they make it all go away. Which you and I have talked about several times. That is my favorite. Yeah. I, it's a really important thing because I've had tree work done in previous life where it just, like, stumps just live there. And the rest of the tree just stays there. And you have to spend a ton yeah. of money to get rid of it. Now, you should know that um, if you perhaps have a, a relative who's in, you know, like an empty nester. And it might be time for them. They probably do need some help with the trees. Mm -hmm. So maybe it's something you might want to look that way too because Steve and Renee are especially good and they do a lot of work with the folks who've been in their house, mm -hmm. you know, for 20, 30 years and all of a sudden those trees have overgrown themselves. Right. And those are the ones that need to be tended to. So whether it's the, the little nuisance trees or the big old ones that are like, oh, like, that, used oh to be, man. I, that used to be a beautiful tree, but now it's no, gotten it's too old. Go. <laughs> or, those, or those Bradford pears. I, they're the worst, right and they the split are, down the middle. They're bad trees. Get one fell on my car one time, years See, and years ago. They, they're a hunk of junk. They're terrible. So have Stephen and Renee take care of those, or like I did, pine trees, maple trees, oak trees, mm -hmm. whatever you got. Um, get it cleaned up, Get make room for new trees. Yeah, and you can find them on Facebook, Steve's Tree Service, or you can call them 865-257-6214. Good. Thanks. <laughs> I knew I had it in my head, but I thought... I'll, I'll just pull it up on the screen <laughs> for you. Um, and you also have... 
Well, I also wanted to ask about your your shop, though. I mean, I know oh. I've got the I've got the artwork. You do, but I wanted to ask you because we talked. We're back uh, doing this Christian and Frank show. Mm-hmm. I guess three days a week. Yes, three days a week. So that would make today a Friday, maybe. Um, Monday, maybe. I don't know. Well, I don't know. I've got a, I've got a different schedule in my head of when we're going to post yeah. these. But whatever day it is, it doesn't really matter. Mm-hmm. Because of your, your busyness at work. Correct. We're going to cut back to three days a week for now. Right. And and that, you know, I want to do more. But I think right now... That's the best that's, we can do. It's the... It, this is... Right. Yeah. Because I love it'll this. it'll be fine. And we have... I love this and I love you mwah. so much. And I missed thing. it. And this is my favorite thing. Besides, and it, this is like episode 137. If you missed any, you can go back and yeah, watch them. It's really important to me. And so okay. I want to make sure that we continue. All right. Well, anyway. one of the days... We explained this in an episode the other day that um, if we miss one day of recording. Right. I it have one day us, off a week. It, yeah. And it, it blows out our schedule because mm-hmm. the day we, one of the days we had planned was the day after you'd gotten your second COVID shot. I, I, and I was telling you a little while ago, I don't feel like I had a bad reaction to it. Oh, I see. Then I misunderstood because the text I got from you was, I'm in a coma. Oh, when I said And my it, wife said, that's not funny. We know someone in a coma. <laughs> and I said, uh, let me write back to her. I wrote <laughs> literally or figuratively. <laughs> <laughs> um, I uh, I could not stay awake, and so I feel like I didn't get a fever. I didn't feel it because I, like my friend Jen, she I mean she felt terrible after her first I've one. Heard so many of these our friends who just. Um, our friend Sandy and her husband John, mm-hmm. he had very almost nothing, and she got just knocked on her back yeah. by the reaction to the shot. And I've had friends, uh, my friend Gail, like she said she felt like she got hit by a truck. And See, I, I wish I had uh, something to do because I could have used that as an excuse. Yeah. I could have said, no, I had my second shot. I am not available. I can't do anything. But I, I, I expected, like, I expected to feel like I had the flu. Because okay. everyone that everyone That's that I know hear. like had been like I felt sick for twenty four hours. The day of the shot, I was fine, but I could not stay awake. So relatively speaking, I feel like I had a pretty decent reaction. But I, I, I would wake up and I was like, Yeah, you couldn't come over and record. You you weren't able physically unable to come over here. And I do could shows. not get up out of bed. Yeah. I just I. I felt like I hadn't slept, and uh, honestly, it also may be the hours, and that's just my body's reaction was like, nah. <laughs> yeah, your body is definitely telling you that you're working a lot. Yeah. If not too much. Yeah. Well, I had mine a couple of days before you, so I was concerned because this day that we're talking about, you, the day your second shot, I had a mm-hmm. fairly busy day at PBS. I had uh, two Scholars Bowl shows and two interview shows, mm-hmm. which were interesting. I interviewed the bear guy. Nice. To learn all about black bears and yeah. the Appalachians. Well, anyhow, um, so I had scheduled mine for a Friday. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm same, really at the same time that you and I had gone. I can be exactly three right. weeks later, one thirty on a Friday afternoon. So I go and get my hair cut, and I've got the hairs all down my back, and mm-hmm. I want to go home and take a shower. But I've scheduled it so that I can go get the shot. Swing. But I got to the shot early. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, the haircut didn't take as long as I thought because of COVID. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, my hair, my hairdresser usually. I love you, dear, dearly hairdresser, but normally uh, there's a lot of conversation. Right. And long pauses while she's telling me stuff. Right. And then she cuts a little few hairs. <laughs> and then there's a big long, and then it cuts a few hairs. It's an event. Right. It's not just So I, I usually block out a mm-hmm. solid two hours for oh, a haircut. Oh, good Lord. That's <laughs> but, a long haircut. 
<laughs> in reality, when she wants to get down to business, it's 45 minutes in right. and out, you know? Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so now I've got this extra time because mm-hmm. I'm blocked out. Right. You know, for the haircut. So I went to the, the same place to get the shot, and the mm-hmm. same people are there. Nice. And uh, they took me early. Like, yeah, come on. We got, actually, it was a lull. Yeah. I, I went, there was a, and then there was a no line. I went right to the tent. Oh, gosh. Because there was a lull when I happened to get mm-hmm. there. And they're like, where's your little friend? <laughs> where's your little sidekick? My little friend is working. <laughs> I said, and then uh, the woman who recognized me the last time mm-hmm. is like, he has a podcast. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm not sure if I still do. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> but I won't say anything right now. <laughs> so, but they were excited. Where, oh, your little friend, she was here. Mm-hmm. I said, well, she's working. And my wife has already gotten her shot. I'm still mm-hmm. married. This is, she's just, <laughs> just a little friend. Just my little friend. <laughs> so I was ready. And then I thought, well, I, you know what? I still feel pretty good. I, before I go home, i got to go to the dry cleaner, mm-hmm. pick up some shirts for the TV show, the Monday TV show. Right. And um, then uh, I'll get some Panera Breads right there. I'll get a sandwich. Yeah. Okay. Well, the sandwich was huge. I didn't expect it to be like two sandwiches. <laughs> okay. So I ate one of them and folded up the other. And I just put it. I said, well, I, I, I guess I can have it. Later, mm-hmm. but I had big plans. Yeah. When I got home, I had thought out some chicken noodle soup. Yeah. Because I'm gonna, I'm gonna feel like I'm have the flu, right? Right. So I, you know, Jerry's out of town. I'm all alone. Mm-hmm. Got your soup. I got all this empty time in my schedule, and I've got my chicken noodle soup that I've thawed, mm-hmm. and <laughs> I, my half, my sandwich from Panera Bread, but I still felt good. Yeah. So I came home. You know what I did? I took a nap. I took my shower. Got off the hairs. Yeah. And I lay down, and took my my nap, figuring, mm-hmm. okay. For 90 minutes, I woke up 90 minutes later. I'm like, well, uh, I'm waiting for that reaction to kick in. Uh-huh. Any minute now. I guess, you know what? I still feel fine. I'll eat the half sandwich for dinner. Uh-huh. I'll save the soup for tomorrow because tomorrow. Tomorrow. Saturday. I have I have put nothing on the calendar for Saturday. Because you're going to be. No gardening. Nothing. I'm Nothing. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get ready. I'm going to get hit with this. So I woke up Saturday. I guess I might have done my radio show. Mm-hmm. And then um, I had soup. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, any minute now. <laughs> Still waiting. Still Still waiting. Still waiting. It's going to come. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I could probably go out in the garden for a little while. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, I'll, I'll know. Is when maybe it... tomorrow. Maybe Sunday. Yeah. And then still nothing. And still nothing. And I thought, oh, this is going to be the worst. It's going to hit me on Monday when I've got two TV shows, yeah. four TV shows to do uh-huh. Monday. Uh-huh. Two Scholars Bowl and two, two, interviews. two interviews. That's when it's going to hit me. And no, nothing. I, I finished the soup up. Um <laughs> So that's my recommendation is take a nap and have soup. Take a nap, have some soup. Because <laughs> apparently it worked for me. Go to the dry cleaner. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Go about your lives. Yeah. I For me, it was just, it. I just could not, I did not feel bad. I just could but not stay awake. I think because, because of what happened the following week mm-hmm. when we were going to record and you also got hit with the tires. Yeah. To the point where you just couldn't function. Yeah. Yeah. I think that your body is just telling you. You know, you need a day off, so we'll have to, like we talked about, mm-hmm. arrange it so that you get your day off and don't come here. Right. You need a day off, off, off. Off, off. And, then, and that's what I've been, I've been burning my candle at every end and I haven't had days off. I mean, I went 11 days straight without a day off. Yeah. So now, I'm, I'm familiar with burning the candle at both ends. And I'm yeah. familiar with juggling many things. Yeah. And my only advice is you got to keep a little gas in the tank. I know. You know, like when I was doing front page follies and radio and some other thing. You got to keep a little gas in the tank. Or when I, a better example is when I had to do Nutcracker and Scholar's Bowl and radio. Mm-hmm. 
not just one day, but every day for a week because it's tech week. Right. And the finals of Scholars Bowl. It's insane. And I kept every year I think I have to give up one of these things. Yeah. Yeah. I remember it, like you. I was like, this saying, is, I, I, have, I have pushed myself to the limit. But each for each one of those things, I had to save a little gas in the tank mm-hmm. to go from TV to radio to stage. Right. And that's the, the difficulty that I've experienced is not being able to get to the gas station. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I mean, like, I I need a solid eight hours. And when I'm doing a 13-hour day... Doesn't leave enough time. And you have, like, the next... You got to get up at 7 o'clock in the morning and be back at work. Man. And so there, I was... There was... I was going... There were some days where I had six or seven hours from the time I left when I had to be back. So... Yeah, it reminds me of... One time I was really stupid. I took the Saturday night sign-off shift and the Sunday morning sign-on shift... For a daytime station in Annapolis, Maryland. Oh, that's which terrible. is an hour and a half from my house. And why didn't I just sleep on the floor of the radio station? I don't know. Be- I was stupid, or because the couch in Michael Mira's office looked so disgusting, and I knew <laughs> what had happened on that couch. <laughs> oh no! So I just couldn't. I couldn't right. do it. So I would sign off the station in summer, the longest days of the year, mm-hmm. at nine something, and then have to go home and have to be back at five something to turn it back on. The next morning, I shouldn't have taken those shifts, but no. you're young and dumb. The bottom rung of the ladder, that's who gets it. Yeah. Either, you either take the worst possible job in radio or you don't get in. Yep. Well, well, this is the best possible job, and I'm glad that I have it with you. Ah, uh, thanks. Thanks. Yay. Okay. Well, well, I hope uh, we'll make more. Wait, we got more. There's and, more uh, coming. But we're done for now. Mm-hmm. So that's good. Thanks a lot for watching, listening, buying the merchandise. That helps us a lot. At uh, KrishaandFrank.com. AudibleTrial.com slash KrishaandFrank. Helps us when you audible trial it. Mm-hmm. Check out the uh, fabulous audio entertainment there for 30 days. And then at the end of that 30 days, decide to keep it or not. But by using our code, you've helped us. And there's so many things on Audible, including our show on Audible Pod. Yeah. But you awesome. liked, what have you been listening to lately? Uh, nothing. Oh, right. You're too yeah. busy. Yeah. 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 Well, Jerry listened to one of those, um, I, th- I want to say James Patterson. I keep mentioning yeah. him because that's yeah. what comes into my head, but that's what she loves those as audiobooks. They're good. There's so many of them, too. Mm-hmm. We're talking about sleep, and I'm like, oh, I'm yawning. Okay. <laughs> All right. Thanks a lot. <laughs> ChristianFrank.com. Bye. 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 I'm going to make the puppets say goodbye. Where are the other puppets? They're over oh. here.